This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to the September edition of my year-long podcast series on creating a more effective compliance program. Each month during this year, I'm focusing on a different topic, which will help you create a more effective compliance program. And for the month of September, I'm going to focus on innovation in compliance. First, a word from this month's sponsor, Oversight Systems. Thanks, Tom, and thanks to everyone for joining us today. Oversight's artificial intelligence platform takes a comprehensive, multi-dimensional approach to identifying anomalies that are suggestive of bribery and corruption. Our analytics look across various dimensions such as employees, attendees, vendors, and countries over an extended time period. This enables us to identify employees exhibiting patterns of potentially improper behavior or collusion that are difficult to detect by auditing a single transaction at a time. Based on the analysis, employees or vendors engaged in risky behavior are presented in a risk-ranked format for easy examination. Remediation activities and the underlying root causes are automatically documented to drive continuous improvement. Oversight clients can easily demonstrate to the board and, if ever necessary, to the regulatory authorities that proactive monitoring of business transactions for anti-bribery and corruption risk is an integral part of company operations. With Oversight's Insights On Demand, you can have a best practice approach to identify possible violations in travel and entertainment and procure-to-pay programs. For more information, visit us at oversightsystems.com. Innovation indeed. I hope you will join me for the entire one-month series on innovation. I'm going to take a look at artificial intelligence, social media, leadership, and structural innovations. I think you will find it a fascinating month, and at the end of the month, you will have multiple tools and techniques which you can utilize to make your compliance program not only more effective, but operationalized, more efficient, and helping you to create greater profitability for your organization. This podcast, One Month to a Better Compliance Program, is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Day 13 improvisation in your compliance program. How can you change the perceptions around compliance in your organization? With the Department of Justice requirements set out in the evaluation of corporate compliance programs to more fully operationalize your compliance program, do you as a CCO struggle with operations buy-in of your compliance program? While it may seem to be spontaneous, many managers can foster innovation innovative products through the deliberate development of process and capabilities. Improvisation really comes down to the ability to create and implement a new or unplanned solution in the face of an unexpected problem or change. Compliance is certainly one of the areas that requires flexibility because of its ever-changing business conditions that exist in today's multinational organization subject to the FCPA. As we have recently seen with the announcement by Novaris that its South Korean subsidiary is under criminal investigation for allegations of paying bribes to doctors, this was less than 60 days after agreeing to an FCPA enforcement action, which involved the payment of $25 million fine for the company's company's actions by its Chinese subsidiaries. Whether deliberately or not, compliance must improvise. Such compliance improvisation can foster problem-solving and creativity and innovation. It can be, and it's becoming a requirement for many organizations. Although improvisation might seem to be spontaneous and intuitive, 
To do it well requires the development of discipline and deliberative processes and capabilities. Managers working in dynamic, fast-paced, and highly innovative projects environments should develop and refine capabilities in these three areas to create a project environment that will enhance a team's improvisation competencies, ultimately with an eye towards improving project results and innovations. There are three general areas which a company can improve upon to help advance its abilities to adapt and change. They are to build a culture that recognizes and views changes positively, create the right team structure and project environment, and provide management practices and tools that facilitate improvisation. Under this first prong, innovation can come from teams that have a positive attitude towards dealing with and accepting ambiguity in project changes. Not surprisingly, this does not come from top leadership, but allowing <clears throat> a higher autonomy, higher level of autonomy in decision-making further down the leadership chain. Further, the farther out from the corporate office, the more the team should be empowered to make decisions locally and be informed about and willing to make changes and provide enhanced compliance risk management with not being overly fearful of potential failure or indeed home office interference. Clearly, the ability to make changes requires a robust compliance program regime to begin with. However, such, having such a system in place, particularly through internal controls, allows the compliance departments to help reduce uncertainty and more quickly and effectively learn from their experiences. Teams equipped with a, right, a broad array of tools and techniques can use them to respond to different types of challenges. The focus should be on helping teams anticipate and recognize changing circumstances that would make rapid and more accurate decisions. The second prong ably demonstrates that a key to making improvisation work is that you have good communication between compliance function and the business unit. This is not a new concept, and communication runs two ways. If the business unit sees the CCO as Dr. No from the land of no, they will not be calling for assistance. Yet compliance does not always know what business opportunities arise without the information so they cannot craft appropriate risk management solutions. Weekly interactions between business leaders and key stakeholders are a good first step. Perhaps counterintuitively, the greater levels of improvisation in smaller teams <clears throat> that displayed more self-directing and self-organization uh, characteristics, such as being responsible for monitoring and updating the status and deliverables, uh, provide more and greater success. This can allow the compliance department to play a key oversight and support role on the aggregated information and strategic strategic issues related to a compliance project. It has shown teams with greater improvisation characteristics are more likely to use agile management te approaches, techniques, and tools. Teams that have embraced agile approach that we've talked about in an earlier podcast in this series were nine times more likely to have a high level of improvisation compared with what teams that have used a more traditional waterfall approach. This means that not only will the command and control structure not be able to move as quickly and efficiently as you need to operate at a level of sophistication simply beyond spreadsheets. Agile methods uh, with higher levels of improvisation include iterative development supported by recurring delivery of high-value deliverables, constant interaction with shareholders and the project team, the use of visual tools to collaborate collaboratively manage the project with team members and active involvement with the user in the development process. The ability to be agile is an important component of any best practices compliance program. The need to respond to business changes is always paramount, yet there is no end to the variety of corruption schemes engaged in by company employees. 
The Novartis matter in South Korea involved, allegedly involved, bribery through excessive payments for articles in medical journals, just as the bribery and corruption scandals involving GlaxoSmithKline and others in China. It demonstrates new and creative ways to put pots of money together to pay bribes. The Novartis issues may show yet another area that bears compliance scrutiny. When did you look at um, articles published in medical journals as part of your compliance program? The, comp- the point is the compliance function must be ready to adapt to this. So what are today's three key takeaways? Well, number one, whether deliberately or not, compliance must improvise. You have to be able to respond to new and changing circumstances. And frankly, I cannot think of a better example than this no- latest Novartis bribery scandal. As I, as I ended with the, the podcast in chief's question, when was the last time you looked at the payments made from articles in medical journals? Uh, it's something that uh, if you're in the healthcare profession, you may need to start considering. Improvisation may seem spontaneous, but managers can foster it in innovative projects through deliberate development of certain processes and capabilities. And I really like this point because what may seem like magic and what may seem like the magic occurring, it's actually a part of a process. And as anyone who has read or listened to me knows, I am a huge advocate of the process of compliance. So if you have uh, articulated or rather followed some of the steps that I've articulated in this podcast around improvisation, what can appear to be spontaneous is actually a part of a deliberative process. Number three, and you can't say this enough, work to have the improvisation changes seen as a positive in your organization. Communicate with key stakeholders literally throughout the entire process and continue to do so as part of your feedback. And yes, I will say it, the OUDA feedback loop. So this is Tom Fox. I hope you've enjoyed day 13 of one month of innovation and compliance, and I hope you'll join me tomorrow for day 14. This is Tom Fox again. I'd like to thank you again for listening to this episode of One Month to More Effective Innovation and Compliance. If you have listened to this podcast on iTunes, I hope that you would rate our podcast as would help in our rankings and help get the word out about the only monthly podcast series in compliance, which will help you create a better compliance program. Also, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me at tfox at tfoxlaw.com. This is Tom Fox. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I hope you'll join me again tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.